What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the 242 Leadership Podcast. I am your host and college pastor, Chris Shepard. I'm excited to be joined today by our college ministry associate. It's Ryan Williams. What's up, Ryan? What's up? I sound so official. I'm really not. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we like to sound official here on the Leadership Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's raining outside. I like rainy days. I feel like I've grown to like those ever yeah. since coming to college, but hey, it's a good day. Nice and, and calming and relaxing. Yeah. So today we are going to um, make a shift. We've talked about our core values and we've talked about some leader essentials, some things that we need to consider uh, for ourselves as we're preparing to lead, whether that's a lead a CG or just lead in this ministry. And now we're going to shift and, and we're going to put together a handful of episodes that are talking more specifically about our community groups and talking about uh, just the, the heartbeat there and how they work, but also talking about some best practices and today we're going to talk about the, I just, we just kind of gave it a name. I don't know that it's a, a real thing, yeah, but uh, the 80-20 principle is what we're going to call it. Yep. And it's this idea that if we will invest 80% of the work in the first 20% of the semester, we'll see this residual payoff as the semester goes on. And we've seen that play out in a lot of different ways with relationships and different groups, et cetera. So talk to me a little bit about just the idea of that principle, and then we'll talk more specifically on how you've seen it work. Yeah. So we kind of fell upon this thought um, last year. Me and Mick were leaders together. And um, one thing that um, we just noticed was you know, people are drawn to people. Yeah. And so the best thing that you can do as a leader is just be you and be real. Uh, but not only that, but s seek out those people, give them a place to belong. That's one of our core values is you belong here. Um, that's the same for our community groups. Like we, we want you to have a place where you can belong and that you can feel like you um, have a home um, with a group of people. And so uh, the best thing, the best way you can do that is by, like Chris said, investing the first 20% of the semester. Uh, honestly, like if you want to even make it even a better picture of that, like the first two weeks, yeah. really. Um, you want to invest that time to really getting plugged in with your group and the people that you are serving and leading. Um, so ways that you can do that, um, man, text them every other day or even yeah. daily, whatever that looks like for you. Um, and, and just ask them about their day, ask them about what's going on in their daily life. Um, schedule a time to meet one-on-one -on -one with somebody and, and really give them a, an opportunity to share their story with you and, and be able to pour into them and encourage them. And then also encourage them to, to come and visit your group. Um, I feel like there's so much value to that because I know for me, whenever I came in as a freshman and went to my first community group, um, I was not too excited about it. Um, and it, I think it's just because I didn't know what to expect. I yeah. didn't know the people that were there. I didn't know um, didn't know wh who the leaders were. Um, I kind of took a, a step of faith. And you can imagine a lot of these students are doing it if they've never been plugged into a community group before. Right. And so um, you you can help ease that burden that's on them by by stepping into their space bef even before the group starts and just saying, hey, I'm here for you. Um, I can't wait to meet you and, and can't wait to welcome you into this group. Yeah, absolutely. And we really have just a few more days and our groups are going to be kicking off next week. And Crazy. so just this idea of investing even before the group starts. I love that. Okay. So what would you say to someone who maybe, so we have a lot of new community group leaders and even yeah. people who have been leaders before, what would you say as you're talking, I was, I was thinking like, man, that sounds great. 
but that's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I'm worried about setting an expectation, right? If I go, if I come out of the gate too strong, too fast, I don't know if I'll be able to sustain that as the semester goes on. So what would you say to that idea of like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to commit to meeting with everyone in my group in the first two weeks and sending texts every day or every other day. Cause I don't know if I'll be able to do that as the semester wears on. Like, what would you say to that idea? Right. I, honestly, I feel like the best thing that the best mentality you can have going in your group is buckle up um, because it is going to be work at the beginning. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the whole purpose of why we're talking about this. You're going to have to really commit to placing time aside those first two weeks and maybe more time than you would really want to give out of your own personal life. But just to walk one on one with these people. I can promise you that if you don't show um, any sort of investment in the people that you're serving and leading uh, within the first two weeks, they're probably not going to come back. Yeah. And as kind of harsh as that sounds, that's the reality. Um, if someone doesn't feel welcome, if someone doesn't feel loved, if someone doesn't feel appreciated in a, in a group of people, um, just think for yourself, would you stick around? You right. Know? Right. And yeah. so um, we, we all want to be seen. We all want to feel like we belong. And so we have to really do have to make that effort um, to, to set, set out before ourselves and, and do that. But the good news is, is that once, once you get that ball rolling, I guess Mm -hmm. is a word for that. Once you get the ball rolling um, and the people start to see the investment in the group, you can kind of sit back a little bit as you go through that the rest of the semester, because you'll start to notice that not only are those people bought into the group, but they're starting to buy into each other. Yes. And outside of the group, those people are going to start meeting up together without you even have to be a part of it, which is even better. That's some, that's way, that's even more important in the group is, is those people finding community in one another, not just you as a leader. Yeah. So, um, it's going to be work at the beginning. That's no doubt. Um, I remember kind of feeling overwhelmed in the first couple of weeks of being community group leader and feeling like, golly, is this what's going to be like the whole semester? But, um, you can kind of tap the brakes a little bit once you start to notice and it'll, it'll naturally do it. But once you start to notice these people really being bought into the group and stepping in, um, and, and you'll see them even starting to lead in inside of the, of the group. So that's even, it's even cooler, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I have seen both sides of this. So I've seen groups do this really well and I've seen groups not do this as well. And here's what I can promise you if you're listening to this. Yes, it's a lot of work, but if you'll put in the extra effort on the front end, I promise you like historical data uh, backs us up 100%. I promise you the rest of your semester will be so much smoother and easier and less frustrating and more encouraging and more life-giving than if you play it slow at the beginning yep. and just say, hey, we're just going to wait and see what develops because then you're going to be fighting against the current all semester long and wondering why are people not bought in? Why do they not come mm-hmm. consistently? Why does this person never text me back? And and it's it can be frustrating. It can be discouraging. And at the end of the day, like we're here to serve the people that are a part of this ministry, not the other way around. And so it's whatever we can do, especially on this front end to begin to develop those relationships. And, and as you were talking earlier, I was thinking about, and this is going to sound silly, but if you ever, ever watched on ESPN World Strongest Man competitions, yeah. yeah. So it's like these like weird, freakishly strong guys, right? Who are doing all this stuff. And, and I was, um, I was remembering, I've watched it a ton of times where they will like strap on a harness and they're like pulling an airplane or a semi truck or whatever, right? This is just big, huge thing. Yeah. And when you see them at the very beginning, they're grabbing a rope and they're leaning forward with all their might and their feet are moving, but they're not going anywhere. Mm. Right. And mm. so it's like, they're putting in all of this work and this effort to get the, 
vehicle moving. Yeah, but as soon good. as it starts moving, then all of a sudden they start making bigger steps and getting more momentum and it just keeps going and going and going. And if you've ever watched that, you know, they like pass out when they get to the end. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. not like it's easy. We're not saying that it's going to become easy, but we it will feel like more work at the beginning, mm -hmm. but if you will put in the work, right. then it will make it so much better. Not just easier. That's not the goal. It's not that it would be easier. It's that it would be worth it, right? right. We're investing in something that we believe the payoff is worth it. And ultimately the payoff for our community groups is that people would grow an authentic community and they would also grow in their relationship with Christ. Exactly. You know, I love that you said that too, because um, one thing I was kind of thinking about just then is is this this idea that you know at the beginning it is it is work and you're gonna feel like you're going nowhere and I think the best thing that you could do I'm gonna steal a page out of Gabe's book but um, is love without an agenda yeah um, because it may seem awkward and slow at first when you're trying your hardest to kind of input yourself into someone's life because maybe they're not expecting that. Maybe they have no exposure to authentic community. Yeah. And so that's going to require patience. That's going to require patience from you and even from them in a way, because they're going to be like, why is this guy constantly talking to me, texting me? Like what, what is he trying to do or what is she trying to do here? Yeah. Um, but I think too, like, like just love them well, love them as you would love anybody else. Um, and I, I know that that's our desire as, as community group leaders and, and with the leadership team that we have right now, like I already know that's y'all's desire and I'm excited to see that too, because, um, you know, you're going to have a group of people and those are going to be y'all's people and, and you're going to be able to really get to know them and, and really get to um, carry one another's burdens. And that's something to be excited about is, is that um, that's what the outlook in the future looks like for your yeah, group. Yeah, absolutely. But I promise you that that effort you put in at the beginning is really going to make the difference in the long run. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And so you already have people in your group. Every single group has students in their group. You have their contact information, so don't wait. I, I'm going to challenge each and every one of you who are listening to this, like as soon as this podcast is over, which is going to be in about 90 seconds, as soon as this podcast is over, I want you to get on your phone and I want you to reach out to somebody. Make some kind of connection. Don't wait until the first group. We have seen historically that if we do minimal contact before the first group, about 40% of people don't show up. But groups who reach out and make that connection before the first group ever even happens have almost 100% attendance. And so we want to do everything we can to make people feel comfortable before they ever step foot in the door. Yeah. So when they walk in, they feel like they're walking into people they already know, right. as opposed to sitting in their car outside wondering, should I go in? Should I, I don't know, like I'm scared, I'm nervous. And I know that that was so many of your stories sitting in the parking lot here at the church wondering, man, should I, should I go in? Right. Like I'm nervous, I'm yeah. scared. I don't know these people. Exactly. And so anything we can do to remove those barriers out yeah. of the way. And, and then here's the last thing. We are going to be relentless in our pursuit of people. Don't mm -hmm. give up, even if they ghost you and they don't respond and like keep reaching out. I was just talking with uh, someone from Impact and at, we were at ministry fair and he was talking about how one of uh, one of the counselors had shared a story with him that had, he had been reaching out to this guy in his BG and reaching out and reaching out. And the guy had never responded, but he also never told him to quit talking to him. So he just kept reaching out. Hey, I'm praying for you. Hey, if there's anything I can do, Hey, I'd love to meet up. Hey, we'd love for you to be a part of it, whatever. And the dude didn't like get 
it didn't respond to anything. The entire retreat happened, no response, nothing, didn't get on any of the Zoom calls, nothing. Mm. And then he sent, hey, I would love for you to come to ministry fair. And all of a sudden the kid responded and was like, hey, yeah, I think I'd like to do that. And he showed up to ministry fair and walked around with his counselor. It was the first interaction that they had ever really had. And you would think, well, that kid didn't have anything to do with impact and there was no relationship there and whatever, but it's because his counselor didn't give up on him. And so let's be relentless in our pursuit of people. Like don't stalk them. Don't, uh, get the police called on you that would be weird but like keep reaching out and if they tell you to stop that's fine if they get out of the group me or they decide to leave the group that's one thing but otherwise invest in these people and continue to pursue them spend time praying for them we love you guys we're thankful for uh, your commitment to these groups and to these students and cannot wait to see what god is going to do this semester ryan thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast excited to see what happens this semester and what this year looks like yeah absolutely and i have a feeling that uh because you do have such an official title you'll probably be back on on the leadership podcast soon we'll see yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you let me, sure. <laughs> awesome. We well, all have a great day. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.